Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined with the one and only Sugar Shane Caldwell. Very excited to be doing this KBO show with Sugar Shane. How are you tonight, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm loving uh, crunching the, the numbers with the KBO guys. Uh, this is kind of like a crazy slate because it's so chalky. I always talk about, you know, how are we going to try to, are we going to eat the chalk? Are we going to fade the chalk and what we're looking for? So uh, this is actually a really exciting uh, slate to look at for KBO. So excited to give, uh, give uh, everyone some good tips here. Absolutely. And it's always fun coming in on a really hot two game win streak to our two day uh, slate win streak um more than one game that's for sure but uh yeah so we're trying to put the trifecta here together of three top five percent nights in a row and it's fun that we get uh, the kbo aspect of it tonight so that's super uh, our man andrew hansen was trying to take the night off but here he is texting us and trying to chirp his thoughts he's so afraid we're gonna not play his deuce on bear guys he's, yep. he's like you know stressing over it but uh, I I faded a lot of Deuce on guys because I knew he wouldn't holler at me. So this is great. <laughs> oh yeah, yep, yep. And then I promised Andrew that I would give you some plays that are at the bottom of the lineup for you as well. And then uh, then you can fade uh, Deuce on. And then I'm also playing the pitcher against Deuce on as well, just to just to rile up Andrew a little bit. <laughs> oh, he's gonna he's gonna have an absolute heart attack if he yeah. listens in. Oh, no yeah. doubt. But it's all, it's Friday, by the way, June 5th, and we're just so fired up here at DFS Coach Talk. Just great things happening. Uh, you know, our team is just so solid. Everybody does such a great job. And uh, we have two sponsors we want to uh, thank uh, that are bringing this broadcast to you. First of all, TVG is where the world goes to watch and wager on horse racing. Uh, you Got to get in there with TVG. It's unbelievable. They are offering an exclusive uh, deal. I don't know if you've done it yet, Shane, but it's a $300 risk-free bet. So you can actually go in there, join TVG, bet $300 on a horse. If he doesn't even you know, run or falls over, you get your $300 back. I think that if he wins or whatever you bet him, can you imagine the, the nice bankroll you've got there? So that's a really cool offer, and it's only to our members at DFS Coach Talk. So if you want to take advantage of that, tomorrow's some unbelievable racing in Santa Anita. Uh, the the big prep race uh, for the Derby and the Triple Crown is tomorrow at Santa Anita. They have, I believe, eight stakes races out of their 10 races. So uh, go to tvg.com, and then... Uh, Actually, I'm sorry, go to DFSCoachTalk.com and click on the TVG tag because that's the only way you can get that $300 free uh, or I should say guaranteed wager. So that's one for sure. Also, our partners at BetUS, uh, we've got some great things coming from them next week that are going to be a lot of fun. Some good offers for our folks. But, you know, if you want to jump on some wagers this weekend, BetUS is definitely the industry leader and a place to go. So we thank both of them. We're excited about having them aboard. And, uh, you know, again, with us at DFS Coach Talk, you know, we bring you uh, seven-day-a-week podcasts. And right now we're, we're really trying to touch all our bases here. 
Uh, and if you haven't seen our updated podcast schedule, uh, it is posted on our website for the next week. But for the next six weeks, the way we're basically uh, going to do our podcasts are uh, I get to have my coach's day every Monday uh, for an NBA podcast. So we'll start uh, going deeper and deeper now that we know that the NBA is going to be back on July 31st. Uh, hopefully you caught yesterday's show uh, that Andrew and I did explaining how that all is going to work. Now we're going to start breaking down the teams and taking a look uh, so at some of the DFS plays. And there's a lot of edges, Shane. I don't know, you know, just from, you know, reading and researching guys that are going to looks like are going to show up in shape better than when they left uh, guys that lost a bunch of weight, like Harden and the Joker, who I yeah. used to make fun of the guy. And now I, wow. now he's making me look like an idiot, but uh, you know, guys like that. And then I think there's some guys just from hearing different things uh, you know, like DeAndre Ayton, it really hasn't done uh, much of anything. So, it, it, you know, all of that is going to play into uh, those matchups. Can't wait to get into that on Mondays. Then we're doing three-day-a-week uh, podcast for KBO because uh, uh, we cover every KBO slate. They play six days a week. We're in there not only uh, with three podcasts per week, but we're providing – uh, fan uh, fan duel lineups to our members in Discord and uh, DraftKings player pool, uh, and that's for every card. And then the big advantage that we have over anybody else in the industry is uh, we are live before lock, 30 minutes before all locks. Like tonight, uh, it's a 1 uh, a.m. Eastern. We're in there at 1230. Uh, it's for the first one and then 4 a.m. Uh, 4 a.m. for the second one so we're in there at 3 30 so the old coach hasn't been getting much sleep Shane but you know what it's worth it it's building our bankroll and we're doing great uh, we want to have a big fat bankroll for when all the major sports come back so we're super excited about that and uh, we'll be in there tonight too right before uh, lock for both of them uh, then we're also doing a, a Major League Baseball uh, podcast per week as well, uh, going over uh, a team uh, each uh, podcast just to dig down because we're hoping uh, that the owners and players can get their heads out of their you-know-what uh, and come to some agreement here and bring baseball back. Uh, I really do think they'll come back in July, don't you think? With no. baseball. No, I don't. I don't have faith in baseball because the the players and the players' association just seem to be out of touch and kind of arrogant. And I think that this is just a huge contract dispute. And when you have that, that's going to delay things so much that I don't know if they're going to come to an agreement or not. So I and I think they're running up against a deadline. But you know, maybe they could start in August. But it's like, is that too late? I mean. Or, you know, or it's just I don't know. It's just they're, they're, I think they're too far apart in the negotiations right now and they don't seem to be willing to be flexible. So I'm a little concerned about it uh, starting, uh, you know, any time in July. It might be maybe in August. I could see it by the time they work things out, because I think they need a spring training in this. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a summer training program. So I'm a little concerned about MLB, but at least we do have a date. For NBA and uh, and of course NFL is is uh, just you know basically they're just canceling all the spring training and the OTAs and the rookie minicamps and you're just going to go right into regular 
training camp basically with the NFL. Right. So, so that, but yeah. yeah, I'm not, I'm not really too optimistic on MLB right now, but that could change, you know, everything is day to day right now. You know, I, I've lived through a lot of player stoppages in, in major league baseball and it's really hurt the sport. I mean, each time it's happened, uh, they lose a chunk of their fans. Um, they've already, I mean, they were America's favorite sport. Now they can't even touch football and, or the NBA. NBA has passed them by too. Uh, okay. I just I think if they if they blow this, knowing the way our country needs to heal right now, Andrew and I talked about this a little bit the other day. You know, baseball played a big role when we were coming back from the 9/11 situation, and just really did a lot of healing for the country, brought us back together. You know, motivated everybody. But if they're so greedy, you know, the old billionaires versus millionaires scenario here that they're going to not come back knowing how much the country needs the distraction and needs uh, the game back. I just, that would be just ultimate uh, selfish deal. And I think that they'll lose another huge chunk of fans. So I hope it doesn't happen, man. I really, I really do. Yeah, I agree with you on all that, but that's that's my concern is that they're they're just too stubborn and they're kind of set in their ways. And you would think that they are the number one sport the way they're acting, like they have that much leverage. Doesn't but make any sense. So I, yeah, sense. it doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't look good, but uh, things could turn around and uh, eventually, uh, you know, be able to get the season going. But as of right now, I uh, don't like the way the negotiations are going. It absolutely stinks. Uh, the only other podcast day I didn't mention was Wednesdays. Andrew and I are going to be doing a PGA show. So we're very excited about that. You know, we're going to ride and build uh, the bankroll with KBO and the PGA until we get basketball back uh, July 31st and then football. And again, we'll see what happens with baseball. So that's really the the scene as far as that goes. But we need to jump into KBO because we're doing this pretty late uh, in the evening. We're going to post it and just give enough time for everybody to check it out uh, before they jump in Discord with us. So it's some somewhat of a live before lock, if you will. But, uh, you know, so we need to get cracking on this KBO stuff. So I'm going to set the, the, uh, the whole situation here a little bit, uh, talk about the fact that we don't have any uh, weather issues. We're all good there. So no worries on the weather. Uh, that is a good thing. We have two early games and three later games. This is the one day per week that they do that. Um, and let me give you these quick matchups uh, with the teams and pitch, pitchers real quick. We have the key. Oh, by the way, before we start, I got to thank you for clearing up uh, the big controversy with Andrew and I is you know, I assumed that C-H-O-I was Choi. I mean, we've had a lot of different Choi athletes in golf and in Major League Baseball. But after you dug in and found out the true Korean way to pronounce Choi, C-H-O-I, is Ch, just like Andrew was doing, which sounds really stupid, but it's okay, man. We're So we're, we're rolling with Ch. Because that's the way it's supposed to be pronounced it, in Korea. Yeah, it, it's almost like if your if your last name is C H O I and you're playing a U.S. sport, you know, and you're playing the United States, then it's okay. We can play it. We can call them Choi. But since they're actually playing in Korea, you try to use the correct pronunciation. 
uh, you know, which is ch. And there's some other ones like Lee is like E or something like that. I mean, it doesn't even sound like there's not even like an L in it if you pronounce right. it in Korean. So there's a lot of them like that. And I'm probably going to butcher a lot of these names. <laughs> but, wow. but I think as long as we know which player we're talking about, we're okay. We, we try to get the right pronunciation. But yeah, wow. that is crazy we've been working with this like you know long enough now the last whatever three weeks or i don't know how long they've been playing four weeks whatever it is uh i think we've got the names pretty darn good it's it's amazing because we were talking about the fact that early on it was a struggle trying to get them all down now it's like we're just spitting them out you know sung bum nas just like boom you know it's like saying john smith anymore (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So, anyway, okay, the two early games. Kia Tigers at the Doosan Bears. It's Gagnon, 2-3 and three with a 395 against Flexen, 2-0 and oh with a 2.61. So, that's a good game. Uh, the other early game, the Chalky Chalk NC Dinos uh, at, uh, with uh, Kuchang Mo at 4-0 and oh with an 051. That's pretty salty right there. He'll be 100% owned almost, I think. And the Hanwha Eagles, Bell 0-0 with a 5-1-4. So also, again, warning, the Dinos are going to be massively stacked and high-owned. And the NC Dinos, probably this guy for the Dinos will be the highest-owned pitcher that we've seen on a slate in KBO this season. So just to give that warning, because we talked about a little before we came on air, is we're going to try to give you a few pivots from some of those Dinos players uh, to give you a little bit of a uh, contrarian feel or look to it, but not completely abandon. You know, as we've talked about before, sometimes you have to eat some of that chalk. So, all right, the three later games, which are uh, 4 a.m. Eastern, uh, KT Wiz with uh, Bae Jiang Siong at 2.67 ERA with 2-1 record against the low-T Giants and Dan Straley, 1-2 with a 2.70. The LG Twins and Mr. Wilson, 2-2 with a 4.60. Against the Kiwoom Heroes and Lee Seung-ho, 0-2 with a big fat 7.83. And then the last game of the night is the Samsung Lions with Cha Che Hyung, Mm-hmm. At three and one with a 3.21, and the SK Wyverns, my favorite nickname of the league, the Wyverns, with Park Zhang Hoon, two and zero oh with a 3.54. So that's how it sets. And now we'll do a quick check-in. Of course, we're live here at BetUS.com, and I'll give you the the lines real quick, and then we're going to let you start breaking these down. Uh, so the first uh, first game we've got the Doosan uh, Bears are minus 145 favorite against Kia nine over under. We've got Monster NC Dinos 330 favorite. They're even a 225 on the run line minus one and a half, and it's only eight and a half uh, on the over under. The uh, biggest line of the night. Uh, is the LG Twins and the Kiwoom Heroes as far as over-under. It's 11, and the Twins are a 155 favorite. So definitely hitter alert there a little bit with a line. Uh, the two, the other two late games, the KT Wiz uh, versus Loti Giants. Loti's a, a 135 favorite with a 9.5 and a half 
over under and the final game uh, we've got Samsung just a slight 120 favorite on the road against SK with the over under of nine. So we thank you to BetUS for those live odds. Definitely get on there and get some some of those played. I don't know how you even played the the dinos. Minus two twenty five on the run line is a hard pill to swallow. But uh, all right, man. So we're in there. Now we're gonna this is where the big money is made. We are going to go game by game and Sugar Shane in, uh, in the honor of Andrew Language Olympic Hansen is going to break these games down and tell you the hot plays for every team. Uh, again, we'll go over, build some player pools, recommendations, fades, uh, all that kind of stuff, hot plays, uh, stacks. But uh, the main thing is jump on at DFS Coach Talk or DFSCoachTalk.com. Then, uh, you know, become a member. If you become a one-week member, Shane, for 25 bucks, the clock, <clears throat> it's such a good offer, I'm choked up. The clock doesn't start until uh, pro sports begins. So as of right now, July 31st. So you get to ride all this PGA and KBO uh, for free into, until then. Again, I think we're the only guys uh, doing that out there. So very excited. You definitely want to jump in there. Okay. I can see the, the smoke coming off your head here. You got so many brainwaves. <laughs> so we've got Kia at Doosan, man. Take it away. Oh, and I got to shut off my uh, okay. phone. So oh, hit it. Uh, so Kia and uh, Doosan, uh, they, they're playing at Doosan, which is a pitcher's park. You think of Doosan as a high-scoring team. Um, but their, their park is a uh, uh, definitely more suited for uh, pitchers. Uh so definitely more suited for pitchers rather than hitters, even though they yep. have a lot of stars in this lineup here. Uh, so to start with the pitchers, I do like Chris Flexen uh, for the Deuce and Bears. He's 2-0, 2.61 ERA. Uh, and, or I'm sorry, actually, no. Flexen, yeah, Flexen is a good play as well. I was actually going to talk about Gagin. I was going to say, is Andrew, yeah, yeah. Is Andrew sending yeah. you like uh, yeah. threatening no, I, text? Well, here's the thing. Both of these pitchers are good. This, this, this. I mean, this slate in general is loaded with good pitchers. The problem is you have Koo at the top with uh, going against for the Dinos going against Hanwha. It's just so chalky and just he's just been out of this world, shut down Dude, this year. And Dino is from the Flintstones. Don't don't yeah. disgrace my yeah. Dinos. Dinos, yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> I a Dinos fan, man. Yeah, I'm a Dinos fan. <laughs> yep. See, I already pronounced something wrong. There you go. Dinos. No, it's okay, but I just yeah. couldn't let you get away with it because that's my favorite team. In the yeah, exactly. The well, let, me, let me ask you this, but not to interrupt you, but coup is just automatic. I mean, you got to eat the chalk, right? I mean, we're yep. all playing coup. Uh, yeah, you are. You are playing him. Uh, so the map as in DraftKings, it's a matter of what is the second pitcher because there's exactly. not like a clear, a clear second pitcher. Uh, right. So I could I think that, uh, you know, Chris Flexon for uh, for Dusan is definitely definitely good. Uh, you know, he's a good play. Uh, it's it's a tough matchup for both of these pitchers in this game. But yeah. I if you look at their price, though, on DraftKings, Chris Flexon is eighty six hundred where Drew Goggin for Kia is only sixty eight hundred. Uh, yeah. So I feel like they're pretty similar plays here. Obviously, no one likes to play someone against Dusan. Uh, but I, so I would. On. It's tough, yeah. but but I'm with you, man. I think Gagnon's a good play. I I like him yep. at that price. I really do. 
and I hope Andrew is not uh, paying attention because, you know, he's going to have a heart attack about this. But, you know, if you want, I mean, to me, I'm with you. Gagnon's a great second pitcher for Koo on DraftKings. I think you got to go with Koo on FanDuel where you only get one pitcher. But, you know, I think Flexen will probably be the second highest owned pitcher. And I get it if you want to play him, but it's going to sacrifice a lot of your bats if you go Koo and Flexen. So I'm with you, man. I I have no problem rolling up Gagnon as my second guy and, you know, hope you get good seven innings out of him. Yeah, definitely. And I and uh, I think with uh, with Gagnon, he's this year is a 33 percent uh, strikeout rate. So he has a lot of upside, even though he's going to go against Dusan. So even if he gives up some runs and some hits, which he probably will, he should be able to offset that with a uh, with a good strikeout rate there. Um, yeah. And if he can get the win as well, because it's really, you know, it's a pretty close uh, pretty close matchup here in terms of the uh, over under. You know, it's only a nine over under. Uh, so Dusan is favored, but that really could go either way in this one. Um, so so I think both of these pitchers are viable. There's a ton of good pitchers in the slate. It's, uh, it is a pitcher's park. So that's why uh, I just think that Gagnon is underpriced, even though he's going against Dusan uh, on DraftKings specifically. I'm with you. Uh, as far as this game goes in my preparation, I, I'm interested to hear your take. I, I tried to fade as many players as I could in this game because I do respect both pitchers. It is a pitcher's park. And, you know, I could see this being a, a 3-2, 3-1 kind of game uh, with Gagnon getting a neat, decent amount of strikeouts and, you know, flexing pitching decent as well. So did you use, obviously, this isn't a stack game, but did you one off anybody in this game? from either side uh it you know if you're building multiple gpp lineups this is a, a game that i would like to attack a couple of those power bats look at that just because the with the the dinos is that right Di with the dinos, dinos. okay yes. with the dinos being so chalky on this slate you uh and also uh we're going to talk about uh i think it was uh the other team that was really stacked uh, going to be chalky is lg the lg twins if you want to differentiate, you're going to have to differentiate somewhere with at least a one-off. Uh, so I'd be comfortable playing Tucker, Preston Tucker, even though he is very expensive on DraftKings and FanDuel. He's, he does have the platoon advantage, and I think he could get flexing for a, a, a long shot, uh, you know, a home run and maybe a double. Uh, so Tucker being that he is one of the best players in this league and that people are not going to be willing to pay up for him because they're going to want to pay up for all these other guys we're going to talk about. I think that he's worth uh, to try to differentiate yourself. You've got to do it somewhere. Um, and there's some pretty good uh, value with those other chalky, chalky lineups that have great matchups that are pretty hot, that are fairly affordable right now. So I, so I have no issue with Tucker or uh, H Choi is the designated hitter. If he bats clean up, you know, uh, if his price price is right, I apologize. I don't have his price right in front of me, uh, but those are the guys that I would probably focus in on Kia. And then yeah. for Dusan, uh, I mean, and again, Fernandez is going to be the same thing. He's been probably the MVP of this league right up there with Preston. And you really, uh, he's good. If there's a time you're going to get him at lower ownership, at like in the low teens, if not single digits, tonight's going to be the night. Uh, so, and he's certainly capable of, of really hitting uh, any pitcher here. So even against Gagnon, I think he's still good. So I think you still have to look at Fernandez and maybe as a, as a lower owned play, uh, Jay Hoan Kim, 
who I always I always give you guys a little bit of uh, you know flack about him playing him because he was on a little bit of a uh, uh, a slump there at the plate. He didn't look good at the I plate. But, I, I saw you yeah. taking some shots uh, in Discord at me. I, I, okay. I did. Yep. I, I intentionally tried to, tried to razz you a little bit there. So, so stoking it. Yeah. But again, because of the, he'd been on a slump and he broke out of that slump a little bit, but then, you know, he hasn't had any huge games the last few nights here. He's another guy that can definitely go yard and, you know, he's got a ton of power. Uh, and this, that's the type of guy that could be, he's expensive, but no one's going to play him tonight. So you're going to get him at lower ownership. So you're going to have to differentiate and, and, uh, get a little bit of risky, at least at one or two plays in your lineup, because it's going to be so chalky. That's, that's my opinion here. Uh, you're going to have to go off the board a little bit if you want to differentiate yourself and gain an edge. I'm with you. You know, the, the thing that scares me about Gagnon is Dusan has six lefties batting one through six. And that definitely is a concern. So, you know, it is a huge risk. It, I don't think Agnon's going to get nearly as much ownership uh, against it. I mean, everybody's afraid to do so. And so definitely got to think about that. Yeah. <clears throat> Since I'm going to play Gagnon a little bit, at least in some of my GPP lineups, you know, I have a rule, never play a hit or even a one-off against a pitcher. It's like a, uh, mental thing for me i just refuse to to go with any negative juju or mojo or whatever you want to call it so mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm gonna you know fade deuce on and I'll, i'm probably gonna be very alone in doing that because i think a, a lot of those guys are going to get ownership um as far as kia goes i'm with you i think this may be the best time to take tucker just because this will probably be one of his lowest ownerships of the year for sure so yeah. if you want to sneak in there and get Tucker, uh, even though it's he's so pricey, that what a differentiator if he does hit a couple of bombs or something. So he's yeah, certainly and, a guy to target if you want to. And let me just mention, Coach, that you know you I play a little bit more GPPs, you play a little bit more cash, so you're going to be a little more comfortable kind of eating the chalk on this. But I will tell you that this slate is so uh, chalky and so predictable in terms of who people are targeting, that you almost have to have a little bit of a GPP mindset when you build your cash lineups for tonight's slate. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Just because it's a little bit hard to differentiate yourself. Uh, the scores are probably going to be really high. Uh, so, again, I think even in cash games, you got to still try to find try to find a little bit lower on player here. I, I totally understand what you're saying, but it's very – you have to be super careful. If you're a cash yep. player – you know the majority yeah. of your play is cash wise like mine is if you try to get too cute exactly and not eat some of the chalk you can't spot somebody a 35 point hitter or a 30 point pitcher and try to catch up so <clears throat> it's i agree with you there's a fine yeah. line you don't want to have you know the same lineup or close to the exact same lineup as, as everybody else in your cash game you know for example you know I've, i'm playing in <clears throat> the $100 entry that's 30 players. So you're o- I'm only going against 29 guys, but you know, they're good players and they're going to have the majority of these guys that are the key people. So, you know, if you fade the coup or whatever and try to get real cute, it doesn't usually work. It's that one or two differentiators that you just utilize enough to make yourself yeah. a little contrarian. But nothing like in GPP. And what you, you know, for you guys that are building GPP stacks, that's where you got to take some shots. You really do. I mean, you know, you'll see very often if you study these, you know, GPP guys that 
<clears throat> stack 150 lineups and all of that stuff, it never fails that, uh, you know, you a couple of times a week, the lineup that takes it down is like, uh, you know, I'll usually talk about it in Major League Baseball, but in, in uh, KBO, it would be like a five-man Hanwha stack yeah, that no crazy. one else is using, and they yeah. happen to score 10 or 12 runs that night, and that takes it down because, you know, you're just so different than everybody else. I, but I, it's risky. You, you know, you, you can do that in GPPs when you're playing multiple lineups because a lot of times a five-man Hanwha stack is going to get you a Hanwha hamburger, basically nothing. So, you know, that's that's my point I wanted to make there. Yeah, and I think I agree with you. You don't want to get too cute. And I guess what I meant by a GPP mentality is on that one or two plays, you might right. play a player that you're normally not comfortable with because you can easily build your full lineup with the with those uh, chalky uh, plays, this uh, with those uh, lineups that in the pitchers you're trying to target, you can build your whole lineup because there's low price guys, there's high price guys there. So I just think my point is you want to have that a uh, little more of a uh, contrarian uh, plays with just one or two of those plays. Otherwise, how are you going to gain an edge? So like in that no, tournament you that, you know, that you're playing, you have 30 guys in there. If you play a guy like Tucker, your, your lineup construction is going to be so much different than the rest of the field that if Tucker does, go yard and just have a monster game uh you know he's probably going to be only like 10 percent owned or less in that in that lineup so you're going to gain a huge edge on that field you know big advantage um, no doubt yeah, but again so, you know it's people that think you can just throw a lineup in there and put it in cash in gpp you're making a mistake because it's a totally different strategy i mean i'm i have a single entry that i'm putting in there and i've got to make sure that i'm getting the most value the most chalk where i've got to eat it and everything else as opposed to gpps where you can take some flyers so anyway that's a a discussion for another day and we have a bunch of evergreen podcasts by the way with lineup build strategy and all of that where we talk a lot about gpp versus cash and how you know the mentality because all the sports are different a little bit but still the mentality and strategy is somewhat the same so uh, yeah, check those out. You can go to DFS Coach Talk on YouTube. We have all of those cataloged in there, and it'll say uh, Strategy GPP Cash. Good stuff to remind, listen to. Everybody's going to be chomping at the bit uh, to play uh, DFS now that we have all these announcements coming. So this, you know, take advantage of this next six or seven weeks to listen to some of the pods, get yourself prepared and ready to roll. All right, game two, NC Dinos, uh, Chalk City team against the Hanwha Eagles. Obviously, monster spread here. Bunch of guys, you know, that are uh, projected with big numbers for hitting and the massively popular coup. Uh, and I'm sh- I can't imagine anybody rostering Chad Bell today, but if you do, you've got a pair bigger than mine, that's for sure, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think the GPP tournaments are big enough where you need to gain an edge that. <laughs> now I and say that belt probably you know, stings yeah. like a three-hit ten strikeout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got here? Works. Are you are, is Hanwha just a complete fade? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't see anything on Hanwha where I'm going to mess with that. Um, but when you get into obviously the dinos, uh, it is dinos. Uh, dinos. Think I thought, about I dinosaur. Yeah, dinos. Okay. All those years when you were young watching the Flintstone, it's Flintstones. It's warped your brain, it, man. It must be. Yeah, exactly. So the dinos, 
Uh, so with the, all right. Okay, we got the dinos right. That's good. Uh, so we have uh, Aaron Altier uh, is uh, really cheap on FanDuel. Uh, he does bat a little bit uh, lower in the order, uh, but I don't think it's going to matter. He has the platoon advantage here. He's $11 on FanDuel. A little bit more expensive on DraftKings at $4,700. Uh, so I think he's a great play. Uh, of course, some bum nah has been absolute just on fire lately. It's kind of hard to fade him. Uh, it's a lefty on lefty, but some bum nah, it doesn't seem to matter. He's He's been smashing even against lefties this year. Uh, so some bum nah, 5400 on DraftKings, $16 on FanDuel. Uh, you know, he's almost a lock and load, you know, lead pipe lock tonight. Again, you have to differentiate somewhere else. That's why I mentioned that because guys like some bum nah, you know, it's going to be hard to fade them. Uh, and then you have uh, Suk Min Park, their third baseman. Uh, he's great because he was uh, he's only ten dollars on FanDuel, so he's a great he's a great value on FanDuel. Yeah. There uh, in forty seven hundred on DraftKings. Uh, and let's see, uh, just wanted to check and see where he's he's batting fifth there. Right. So, uh, and then you also have uh, Jin Sung Kang. Um, who's down there? What is he? Six. Six. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he's really good. Also ten dollars. Yeah, he's yeah. got that good pop, and he, he's batting really good right now. He's only ten dollars on FanDuel and thirty-seven hundred on DraftKings, so he's a little more affordable on DraftKings. Uh, and then uh, you can also look at uh, Jin Hayuk No. Uh, you know, he's an affordable guy down there as well, uh, yeah. even though he's a left-hander. Uh, so I do like him as well. And then, of course, uh, the guy that you really like, the, the catcher, Yu uh, Ju Yang, if yeah. I pronounce that right. Um, so those are kind of the main targets there on this lineup. Uh, where you kind of look at the same guys or any, any other comments on these guys? Well, they, they've raised Yang's price through the roof on DraftKings. I mean, he's one of the more expensive players in the whole league now. So that has soured me because, you know, when you're talking about the fact that he's almost as much – as Gagnon is as a pitcher, it's you know it's a little hard pill to swallow. I do like Sung Bum Na. I think you know he's he's the guy that's MLB bound with Boros as the agent. And he just keeps hitting against everybody. You know he's got uh, MVP type potential uh, as far as the Korean side of things anyway. But you know I think you could there's a lot of guys you could play here. I'm not going to go up with Yang on that expense, but I do like you pointing out Park and Kang. I think they're very affordable uh, for the five six hitters against uh, and they're both righties. They're going to make a lot of my lineups along with Na. Uh, you know I don't I don't usually go below fifth. I will go to sixth usually uh, in matchups like this. Altiers I used for the first like three straight weeks because they never moved his price on FanDuel from $9. Now he went from 10 to 11 uh, and he's way too expensive on DraftKings for a number eight hitter. So I probably will not go there just because of where he's batting. But uh, I think I, I you'll see three dinos in my lineup uh, along with the pitcher. I, you know, again, you're, I think a lot of guys will stack five people from the dinos uh, and the pitcher. So trying to be a little bit different and not stacking the exact guys that, that everybody else is. But uh, that's what I'm looking at. And then complete fate of Hanwha. So I'm ready for game three if you are, man. Yeah. Yep. Samsung Lions yep. at the SK, SK Wyverns. 
you know, this game is interesting for sure. Um, you know, there's a 10 mile an hour wind left to right. I've noticed at that ballpark though, uh, it seems like a little, there's a little lift for left-handed pop, just something to keep an eye on uh, at the SK park, especially when there's wind. I think it goes out to right a little bit more than it does to left. I don't have the statistical proof uh, right now, but I'll look that up. But watching it, I'm pretty sure that's the case. So and this, uh, th- that that park uh, is uh, SK is the best uh, park factor uh, hitters park on this slate. Um, so this is kind of a sneaky game where you can get that value in since you're going for these uh, high price guys. Uh, and I think that the the pitcher for the the Wyverns. Uh, Jong Hoon Park. Uh, some people might play him tonight. Uh, you know, he's he's pitched really well this year, um, but I think he's due for a little bit of regression. Uh, you know, so he's pitched way above what he did in 2019. So I feel like he's due for a little bit of uh, regression. It's a hitter's park, and uh, Samsung's actually favored, which is kind of rare. Uh, so I do like a few of the Samsung bats if you want to get some guys that are uh, super cheap, uh, good value type plays here. Um, so let's take a look at a few of these, uh, Samsung plays that I mentioned. So I do like, uh, uh, Tyler, uh, Sal- Saladino, Sal- is that Saladino. Yeah. Yeah. Saladino. Uh, he's batting third, uh, you know, and he definitely has that power upside. Uh, and he is only $8 on uh FanDuel. Um, so he's super cheap there. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I don't see how you pass him up for eight bucks. I mean, the guy's got 14 hits in the last five games. You know, I we talked about him a lot in the last show. You know, yep. they moved him down to fifth, sixth, and then eighth, and and then he responded with 14 hits in in five or six games here, and, and they got him back in, at third. So from a price standpoint, I don't see how you pass on him. I'm with him. He's my favorite uh, guy from Samsung. I also yep. like uh, Chan. Uh, Doe Park, the lefty, uh, batting second. And, uh, you know, I think you can look at Kim in the cleanup and you can look at Hawk Ju Lee. I, th- I agree with you. I don't think the SK Wyverns guy that's 2-0 and for the yep. possibly the worst team in the league, uh, it's just screams of regression. I mean, he's gotten a little lucky, I think, to this point. So yep. I'm with you there. I, I think that, you know, I may have more Samsung guys in my lineup than I have this season, uh, maybe two or three for sure. Yeah. So there's another guy who is a uh, the catcher, Min Ho Kang, and he he goes against your rule because he's batting probably eighth. Um, but he's interesting because he basically just you know strikes out or doesn't get a hit or hits a home run. Like there's no in between for him. So yeah. at seven dollars on Fanduel, if you need a pump play. At low at low price, uh, probably more of a GPP play here. Uh, that that allows you to load up on probably three of the high price guys uh, by playing this guy at seven dollars, and it also helps you afford the in uh, the NC pitch starting pitcher there. Uh, so that's a guy that you can look at as a GPP flyer. Uh, Min Ho Kang at seven dollars on Fanduel. It, it, you know, it definitely makes you nervous, but he 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 does hit 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 a lot of home runs. He just doesn't. He's not very consistent for his batting average. I'm with you. What about on the SK side? I mean, there's certainly a couple plays there. You got the lefty, and they have two, four, six, eight straight righties. How's that for? Yeah, up ex- exactly. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I I like Jamie Romack uh, batting cleanup. You know, platoon advantage in a hitter's park. So 
you know, he's usually pr- uh, pretty reasonably priced. Uh, so definitely like uh, Jamie Romack. He's not probably one of my top targets, but he could be one of those one-off guys if you want to differentiate yourself there. Yeah, for me, I you know, I'm considering the two, three, four guys, uh, Jiang and Zhang Cha and Jamie Romack. Those three guys, I think, are all legitimate enough to, to you could grab one or two of them. Uh, either a one-off or a little mini two-man stack because uh, the you know the Samsung pitcher's okay, but again hitters park uh, you know I think that SK will put some runs up on the board. Uh, you just have to select the right guy. That's really what it comes down to. So uh, not ecstatic about uh, that game, but enough that I'm definitely going to have a presence from that game. Uh, in my lineup, I think it's going to go overlooked. A lot of people, Samsung and SK are not big roster teams. So I think, you know, great, some great differentiation and some great potential there uh, as well. So uh, I'm hoping that works out. All right. Uh, game four, we have KTW at the Lotte Giants. Uh, what do you think, man? Yeah. So I really like, uh, uh, you know, the the pitchers here, I'm not necessarily looking at. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of good pitchers on this uh, on this slate here. I mean, Dan Straley's had a few uh, decent games. He's kind of a high strikeout get guy, uh, but he's also, you know, gave up quite a few runs as well this year. Um, this is also a hitter's park here. Um, so I do like some of the uh, some of the batters here. Uh, probably the main guy uh, I mentioned this to you earlier. I like Mel Rojas Jr., uh, I feel like uh, people are not going to be paying up for him as, as much uh, tonight because there's all these other guys that they want to pay up for. So I feel like he's a good one-off to pay up for to differentiate your lineup. Uh, and he's definitely a guy that can that can hit some home runs. He hits for power, and I think he can get to Straley and uh, get to that bullpen as well. Uh, so that's probably my main play uh, from the KT Wiz. But I think the KT Wiz are kind of a sneaky team tonight as well. Um, that you might be able to get a little bit lower own sh- owner uh, shift there. Um, I have a few other the KT guys here. Um, you could go, uh, you know, uh, Kyung So Park. Uh, yeah. And I believe he's batting. Is he batting fifth. second? Fifth. Oh, he's batting fifth. Yeah. Yep. So I like Park as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's pretty reasonable. Uh, and then you have Jung Jung Ho Jo and Jung Day Bay. Also right. in the mix, they're not initially power guys, but on DraftKings, those are guys that can get multiple hits, and you can they, stack those guys. They get on base a lot, yep. two, three hitters that definitely yep. do get on base, yep. Yep, so I think the KT Wiz could be sneaky. They've been running pretty hot lately. They're in a pretty good park here, um, and I think they could they could definitely uh, still do well, even though they're going against Straley, and I think they can get to the bullpen as well uh, You know, pretty early in that game. Well, I – this is one we're going to differ on a little bit. I, I get, you know, your points. I think they're good. I, I Straley is the guy that I'm trying to decide between if I want to just completely uh, pay down for Gagnon from Kia. The more I get closer to my cash lineup, the more I'm getting more afraid to play Gagnon. So I may go to Straley. Uh, you know, we followed Straley very closely he had, uh, when he first went over there, he was in quarantine. They, there was just a lot of stuff that he went through early on. But he's been getting into a groove. Uh, you know, he's gotten unlucky on some stuff as well. 
Um, I I like Straley. I think he'll I think he'll pitch well tonight, um, and he very well may be my second pitcher. I just I know KTW has been hitting the ball, but you know they're they're inconsistent. A lot of it just has to do with the team they're playing. A lot of times, I think that uh, Loti's a better team. Uh, and I, I just think that Straley may be a solid play today. Now, I do like a few guys uh, from the low T side. I think that uh, I like Ossiop uh, Son, their leadoff hitter, uh, the lefty. He just he gets on base. He can steal a base. He can do a lot of things. And, you know, the the, the main part of their order, uh, the three fours with uh, Chi Hung on is, is pretty cheap for a three hitter. And uh I, I'm a little partial to Deho Lee because he hit a three-run homer for me last night in our big uh, contest. So I like him a little bit. And, uh, uh, you know, Heo, the fifth hitter from them, lefty versus righty, is another guy that you can get. Now, you have to, sometimes he's listed as Heo, H-E-O. Sometimes the one of the sites has him as Her, H-U-R. So, you you know, be aware of that when you're looking those guys up. But I think, you know, for me, maybe a one-off uh, with low T with one of those guys and a, and a fade on KD, KTW for me. So we're a little bit different ballparks yeah. there. But, you know, it's it's a hard game to completely uh, dismiss because, you know, they're nine and a half over under. So there's going to more than likely be some runs. So uh, that's sort of where I stand there. But here's the stack. To me, the stackable game the LG Kiwoon game, the 11 over under, you know, Tyler Wilson against Young Ho Lee, a lot of opportunity to stack here. So what, where are you going in this one, Sugar Shane? Yeah, so from LG, uh, I, I really like LG. I mean, they have the same implied title as the Dinos, so uh, five and a half, you know, uh, uh, implied total there. Uh, so I think that they have a great matchup here uh, against the, uh, the uh, Kiwoon pitcher. Um, so, uh, Seung Ho Lee from, uh, Ki Woom, he has a, uh, FIP is 6.37 and his ERA this year, 7.83, uh, not very good, a pretty low strikeout rate, only 15% there. Uh, so I really like that matchup there. So definitely LGs in the mix for stacks here. Uh, they should be a little bit lower owned than the dinos here. Uh, so I like, uh, In Sung Che. Uh, so I really like Che at uh, $11. Uh, he's only $11 on FanDuel. And let me check and see where he's at. Do you have his price on DraftKings? I apologize. I don't have, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, I'll mention, when you're looking that up, I'll mention the fact that I, I wanted to play Ramos last night, but Andrew wouldn't go for it. I, I saw that. Yep. Double donged. So oh, yeah. He's, he's the guy. So Andrew, that I mentioned it on air, but... Even though we crushed it last night, if we would have had the double Don Ramos in there, we would oof, it have gotten oh, oh, really yeah. crazy. The thing so about, anyway, I, how's that for throwing your teammate under the bus? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing about Ramos on DraftKings. He's criminally underpriced. He has been. Yes, His price is going to slowly have to start coming up, but the, they haven't adjusted the price accordingly. I, so, he was $4,000 last night. And exactly. Paying fifty six and fifty nine for these first basemen, the 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 kids a twenty five year old power hitter, yeah. uh, possibly the best power hitter in the entire league just on pure power. I mean tape measure shots. 
So, uh, you know, you got to consider him until they adjust his price. Now, he's expensive on FanDuel, but he's one of those DraftKings bargains. So just wanted yeah. to mention, just so Andrew, his ears are going to be burning for sure. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, so I'm just going to look up. Uh, che is 3,200 on LG. Don't get many three-hitters at 3,200. And he did uh, – you know, he did leave Friday's game with a potential knee injury. So we're, that's a guy that we're going to have to keep an eye on uh, right. tonight when uh, getting closer to lock here, just because that's a little concerning there that he left. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be in yet or not. But I do like Che. Uh, and then they also have their catcher, uh, Kong Nam Yu, who uh, had a, a couple nights ago had a big game. He's only uh, $8 on FanDuel. And on DraftKings, I like him as the catcher pay, play since you have to play him there. I like him at $3,300 on DraftKings. Another number eight hitter. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, which for me, so, I have. From now on, on him. all the shows, I'm, yep. I'm going to refer to the eight hole as yep. the Sugar Shane batting if, spot, number if, eight. If you go back and uh, see, that's why you don't want to have a hard and fast rule like that. If you go back and look at some of these games, <laughs> there's been uh, teams that blew up at the bottom of the order here. So the ma- the main objective is to score a lot of uh, fantasy points. It doesn't really matter where they hit. I understand the philosophy there. So especially when you can get them at such a uh, such a good price there at uh, eight dollars on uh, FanDuel, he's really good. So I I'm guess this brings you a hard time, man. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people that do the wraparound stacks, eight, nine, one, two, and stuff like that. And I get it. Yeah. But to me, you know, you, you set some guidelines in your head, your own rules. And then statistically, for me, if I stay with that pattern in the long run, it pays off. But you're right. I mean, there's no, there's no reason you have to eliminate uh, those guys. But if you, you know, for anybody out there that's going to have four or five guys batting eighth in their lineup, please look me up and let's go a little head to head action. <laughs> yeah. No, I think one or two guys that are value plays that can still have pretty high upside, I think, is the way to go. So let me ask this question. Oh, you're going to hate me after this one, man. You're not going to no, do any more podcasts with me. <laughs> okay. So here's a fan duel debate. I was kind of building the lineup and I can choose between. Uh, Tyler Saladino at eight dollars, or this King Nam Yu uh, from LG. Uh, I think the King Nam Yu probably has a better matchup, but Sal- Saladino is batting third, right? So you got a guy third versus eight, both a great uh, eight dollar play. But if I can only play one of those guys, you know, who are you going to play then? 14 hits in five games for Saladino, Cleeks closed. Yeah. Plus, it, you know, he could play shortstop, third, whatever. Uh, which is a tough position to fill. I, I very, very seldom use a catcher in in FanDuel because you don't have to. So yeah. just, just yep. you know, just a thought. I mean, unless, you know, I've been playing Yang all year, you know, from the Dinos, but at that price now, it's, it's a little silly. So, uh, you know, but on DraftKings where you have to get a catcher and, you know, you're not going to, to bite the bullet and spend the big money for Yang. It's either usually you pay up for Yang from the dinos or you pay up from park from Kiwoom, or it doesn't really matter. You're just going to punt catcher. And that's where, you know, the guys like you is a good play and, and, and stuff like that. So that's sort of a determination you have to make on DraftKings. And then, you know, like I say, I, I probably have only used a catcher on Fandle maybe 
twice all year so far. So yeah, he uh, just has a really good matchup. So that's what makes him enticing there between uh, at eight dollars and and a great matchup there. So but yeah, I I, I definitely I'm not raining on your parade. I can see yeah. I can yeah. see my entire. Uh, Discord DM blowing up when you goes deep tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. How about on the Kiwoom side? Uh, Kiwoom, I mean, we, this is a team that we play a lot of, uh, but it wasn't a team I was really start, you know, targeting tonight. Uh, I, you know, didn't didn't like the the matchup uh, quite as much here. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't uh, you know Tyler Will. They were going against what Tyler Wilson. I think he's a yeah. pretty pretty decent pitcher there. Uh, yeah, I so, don't like Tyler. I I think he is overrated. I mean his yeah. ERA is drifting towards five. I just I don't think his stuff is good. Uh, I really don't. I mean the ball his ball just doesn't move that much. Uh, I I've been very disappointed in you know what he's done. I hope he does still get some some ownership, but. Uh, that's a guy, you know, I don't mind doing a little mini stack against uh, on the Kiwoom side. And I know we play Kiwoom a lot, but they're good to us, man. Jung Ho oh, Lee, yeah. as you know, is my favorite player in the league. He's, you know, lefty against righty. He's, he's batting third. I mean, he's almost a plug and play for me almost on a lot of given nights. You know, uh, Byung Ho Park, tons of pop. You know, the catcher D Park is probably where I'm going to go. You know, I, I have no problem playing that three, four, five. And I know we stack those guys a lot, but, you know, they hit a lot. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to look at a mini stack from Kiwoom to finish out uh, my mini stack with the Dinos. And then, you know, uh, a couple SK, Samsung, a, a one off there. And then a KTW low T probably one off. I'm going to probably go Deuce on on the, the pitcher and not really mess with any hitters in that game. But that's just to give you an overlook of sort of how I see my build coming uh, together. So it'll be a little chalkier than normal tonight. But, you know, when we put these prices together, like you have been saying all along, finding that one-off here and there that can make a difference is what we're going to do. And maybe Tucker's that guy at probably his lowest ownership of the year that might be uh, the wild card. Yeah, for me, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, Mel Rojas Jr. Um, he's 6,500 on DK, which tells me, and, and I know that you didn't you didn't really like the KT Wiz. So I can get him super low on, though. So if I have enough value where I can fit him in, I like him. And he's $16 on FanDuel. So he's the guy that I like as that one-off that a lot of people aren't going to be on because of the reasons, like you said, that you're not really sure about the matchup, not really sold on the KT Wiz. But I'm hoping he can ride that hot streak in there and uh, be that one off play uh, to stack in with there with the, with these uh, LG guys that I like and the, and the dinos that I like. Um, I think from Kiwon that uh, high Seong Kim, I like him as well, probably more on FanDuel at $14. He's usually, he's been very expensive on DraftKings. So uh, usually around 6,000. So um, shortstop eligible, but yeah, I'm with you. I like him too. He's just expensive as all get out. Yeah, Uh, sure. And I think your point on, I mean, Rojas is, top five player in the league hitting wise right now. So I don't blame you for that play at all. It just, you know, when guys start getting to the mid sixes in pricing, it's, it's a lot to bite off, you know, I mean, guys like Fernandez, Tucker, Rojas, I mean, they've earned those, that pricing, but you know, it, it's definitely, unless you're going to really pay down at one of the pitching spots, it's hard to, to 
roster one of those guys and still get the big ba- other bats that you want. So, yeah, it's getting tougher. You know, they've adjusted, done some good adjusting on prices, and then there's some things they've completely dropped the ball on, you know, some three hitters that are 3000 bucks and some, it, you know, two hitters that are 2000 bucks that they're just not adjusting. Exactly. And if you're willing to play Gatton for Kia against Dusan on DraftKings, like I said, I think he's, even though he's got a tough matchup, he's 6,800. That mm-hmm. allowed me in that lineup construction to, and I felt like there was some really good value with uh, Jay No and Jay King from NCD. They were in like the mid $3,000 range. And those guys are, I think are going to be awesome tonight. So that allowed me to get some bum nah, Rojas and Ramos, who's criminally underpriced at 4,200, all in the same lineup. So it just comes down to, can Godnon be able to stop Dusan's power uh, hitting attack. If he can, though, that lineup's going to, you know, it's going to have a good advantage, especially if Rojas goes off and has a monster game like I think he's going to, and he's going to be lower ownership. So that's kind of the philosophy that I have right now on DraftKings. Um, and, I, and, I, and I'm okay with paying him uh, $16. Uh, to, so instead of going Roberto Ramos at $17 on FanDuel, pay down $1 uh, and get much lower ownership and, and hopefully similar, better production from Rojas Jr. So that's just a philosophy that I'm looking at as that one-off guy. Uh, so I just wanted to uh, mention that as, a, as I think is a good play. I like it, man. And, sure. you know, I'll, I'm chickening out a little bit on Gagnon on the cash lineup, but I will yeah. have the Koo-Gagnon matchup in, in my GPP for sure. You've um, been hanging out with Andrew too much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he said, no, that's okay. And, yeah. Yeah, no, that, 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 you know, it's it's a great. I think it could be a great play. I really do. I I just got to You know, I I still haven't made my final decision, but I'm gonna put that together for sure. But I think that's great, man. I think great points, good stuff. Um, any anything else you can think of here with any of if, the guys? And if you're if you really have a huge set, you can play Gagnon on Fanduel at twenty six dollars. Okay, because everyone's going to be on Co on FanDuel for $29. So if you're really looking to differentiate, because Gagnon has such a high high strikeout upside, I think that that's huge on FanDuel because uh, the strikeout, the points you get for strikeouts. And I have seen Dusan get uh, nearly shut out a few times in the last couple of weeks, even though they're completely loaded. So I just want to bring that up. You got to be, and it's and it's definitely the best hitters uh, hitters matchup, hitters park in the in the whole slate. So I just want to bring that up. I mean, as pitchers if you, park. Pitchers yeah, pitchers park. park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pitchers park. Yeah. No, I I think that's a courageous play. I I don't see anything wrong with it. Uh, you know, it, it's definitely going to be contrarian on Fandle big time. You know. I think you'll see some ownership for Gagnon for people with the same strategy in DraftKings, but where you only get one pitcher in FanDuel, that's And that's why I like it, but yeah, that's definitely more of it for the GPP crowd than probably the the cash crowd. You got a much bigger set than Andrew. We've been bashing Andrew today, so you know he's going to be loving this. We're gonna we have to tell. I'm going to text him after and say, "Don't listen to the show tonight." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I I think it's good that we we don't agree on everything. We have varied opinions, and you see these KBOs. We're up at you know five o'clock in the morning watching these games and and catching them, and there's just crazy stuff that you wouldn't expect will happen. So so I think that's why you have some varied opinions on some of these players and some of these matchups here. And like I said, I. 
I think the main takeaway that I can't stress enough is you got to try to find a way to differentiate yourself. Like I agree with you. You don't want to be too cute, but you got to differentiate yourself and take a little bit of risk if you want to try to uh, try to take down even a smaller tournament or even, uh, you know, be feel like you're uh, secure in cash here. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. All right. We're, we're just closing in here in Dallas at the 10 o'clock hour. So I know it's 11 o'clock in, in your neck of the woods. Yep. So I'm going to get this posted because uh, we only have another, what, two hours until game time. So yep. plenty of time to listen in here and then uh, join us in the Discord. So we want to thank our sponsors, uh, TVG, uh, where the world goes to bet on races and watch the races. Uh, awesome day tomorrow. Get that 300 uh, risk-free bet by going to DFSCoachTalk.com. BetUS, also our partner for all your wagering needs, and we thank them for their odds and, and getting everything going there. Uh, quick mention, too, I forgot yesterday for the first time in quite a while, our uh, charity of choice here is MambaOn3.org, M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org, and uh, fantastic uh, charity set up by Vanessa Bryant. Uh, could totally support them. Also, um, what else is on the docket here? Uh, yeah, so I, on Twitter, uh, definitely uh, follow us on Twitter, DFS Coach Talk. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, DET Sports Shane, uh, DET Sports Shane on Twitter and Instagram. And I also want to mention our DFS Coach Talk Instagram is no is now live, and it's DFS underscore Coach Talk. That's Instagram DFS underscore Coach Talk. I posted a lot of the NFL uh, podcast alerts on there, pictures of players, uh, and we're posting a lot of our winning lineups. So definitely follow us on that so you can keep up to date on what podcasts are new and what we've done and also like our winning lineups and all kinds of cool announcements that we'll have on Instagram. Uh, so definitely check us out on Instagram as well. Yes, and you're doing a fantastic job with that. Shane is sort of leading the Instagram charge along with Leighton and some of the other guys and really looking fantastic. And we're going to start having some giveaways, uh, you know, exclusive to Twitter, exclusive to Instagram uh, and such. So, you know, uh, definitely subscribe, join into there. Some great information going up uh, as well. If you want to catch me on Twitter directly, I'm at Joe Sarvati. That's J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. The guy we've been bashing all night, Andrew, is at Language Olympic, just like it sounds. And uh, and that's it, man. I think we've got everything covered. We're ready to make some money in KBO. Uh, you know, this weekend, the the young, handsome uh, guys take over. All us uh, older, bald guys get to rest a little bit. So a lot of Santino and and uh, Apatria. Uh, I think you're on one of the shows, too, though, right? I, I think that we're actually back on me and you on Monday for yes. the L.A. Lakers, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, oh, so that's going to be huge. Let's talk a little LeBron and Davis. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. I can't wait. That'll be great. Yeah. So fantastic. Well, man, it was fun. Sorry yeah. I, I, you know, was a no, little tough good. on you. Yeah, I just, you know, it's it's one of those things. You got to you got to get people, uh, you know, you got to give them a hard time a little bit. It's Or what's the fun of it, you know? I mean, oh, yeah. it happens to me all the time. <laughs> like I said, I'll, 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 I'll let you hear about it in Discord tonight. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe early tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm going to be chewing my nails for every Yang Nam Yo at bat for LG. I can tell yeah. you that. Yeah, There's exactly. no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Great show. Great stuff. Uh, thanks for letting me ride a little bit. That's too, that's so funny. But you, you're doing a great job. Love having you as part of the team. 
for for those members that don't know, uh, Shane was originally a member with DFS Coach Talk, and he just was so his the stuff he said, the information he put out there, the sharing that he did. He was winning every contest. He was just crushing everything. And we started chatting, and I thought, my God, what a great, great addition. And Andrew and I were talking about it today. I mean, you know, we needed one more piece to the puzzle to feel like, you know, this thing was the best thing since sliced bread, and you were definitely that. So it's Thank fantastic. You. I wanted to give you that shout-out on here, and uh, we really love everything you're doing. And, you know, once we get the real American sports back, and we're all, you know, flying and we've got NBA, MLB and, and NFL all going. It's it's going to be fantastic. So thanks for the work you're doing. And, and it's great to have you uh, as part of the team, man. Thank you. All right. OK, well, I that for that's that's it, man, for Sugar Shane Caldwell and uh, Andrew Hansen. Uh, I am coach. We will catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.